Welcome to The Red Podcast, a place for bold, inspired, outrageously courageous, and just a tad bit naughty women leaders come together. I'm Elaine Kalila, and I'm the founder of the Priestess Presence Temple, a sisterhood of over 80,000 women. For the past 25 years, I've had the great pleasure and privilege of supporting, inspiring, catalyzing, and initiating women to remember who they are. The Red Podcast is a place where you can come to lean into your edges, listen for that which yearns to be expressed more fully through you, and to say yes to the places that probably scare you. More importantly, I'm going to be talking with some amazing women who are spiritual and grounded, and we're going to be chatting about what it takes for each one of us to step into the legacy of our purpose and fully bring it to the world that we're here to co-create. Your presence is a gift, so I say bring it. We're here to listen to your red, your leading edge, that place of evolution within you. Hope you enjoy the conversations. Well, hello there, my beautiful red women. It's Elaine Kalila back here with you with another episode of the Amazing Red Podcast. And today I have a return visitor because clearly last time we spoke, there just wasn't enough time for us to get to even a, a little tiny bit of what we actually are here to talk about. So today I'm so excited to welcome back to you, Dr. Nicola Amadora. I have to say it like that, Amadora. Sounds so important. <laughs> uh, well, we almost forget, forgot to hit the record button. We just have been chatting away. So I'd love to just dive in. Um, I, I just want to, um, I want to present something is, is you just told me that you've written a book and that's a book coming out this year. We'll do another interview on your book at some other time, but. But, but is there anything you'd like to say just about that that process of birthing something into the world? Like, you're making a face, if you could see your face right now. <laughs> it really is like birthing. Anybody who has given birth knows this feeling. Like, you're coming to, it's exciting in the beginning. It's amazing. Yeah. And the book is called Love Unleashed. And then towards the end, then there's a whole process that goes on, of course, because in order to birth something new into this world, it's like I have to be immersed in the whole thing and experience and go through all the tribulations and the joys of it. And then just before you, I gave birth, before it finalized with the publisher and everything, I was sitting there like I was so tired of my book. I just wanted, I wanted to burn it in the fire because I couldn't read one more chapter. And yet it was like, that's what happens, I feel, when I gave birth to my daughter just before mm -hmm. the birth. It was like, I just can't carry one mm -hmm. more step with this baby. Mm -hmm. and I feel... In that moment, that's when the everything is ready. And mm. then it mm. just, you know, it's like that final surrender into, yeah. okay, now life has it. And I can't do anything any more than what I've done. Mm. And so that's when the finalization started coming and the publisher got everything ready and it's all done now. It's just mm. going to be mm. So love unleashed. There's a subtitle to it though. What was the subtitle? Something about how being to, on the edge. <laughs> how to rise in the world on in the world on a on the edge. And it's it's I feel like it's so needed. And it's also, you know, what I, we're talking about the feminine and uh, mm. rising in the world, but mm. it's really about true love. And mm. we hear this word, and mm. yet it's since centuries, it's so distorted in so many ways. That's what we're here to talk about today, is love. Oh. Love, 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 only love. That's it. That's it. And that's what Magdalena lived. Right. And so I'd love, ha, 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 that word again. Um, you know, oh, <laughs> there goes the cat. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um so let's let let's let's start there, my love. Yeah. 
my love, my love, my love, that word is everywhere, right? But do we even have an idea of what that actually means? So I I think it would be really powerful for us to sort of drop in to the way of love, which is what Magdalena was teaching. So why don't you start there and, and talk about it from your lensing of what the way of love actually is and when we talk about love, what we're being guided to inquire and work with and live with and embody. I'd love mm. to hear more from you. Yeah, it's beautiful because that mm. is read is also in the book, but it's mm. like there's something about that Mary Magdalena, I feel, has lived and that's a whole different story. Mm. The way of love has emerged through her life, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a sad thing and Mm. what we talked in our last episode already where it got so juicy was this union between the human and the divine and that it wasn't isn't about that we transcend into the divine and live forever Mm. after an eternal bliss but Mm. it's like this embodiment into the humanity and how easy is this for anybody to live real love when you know you feel tired or you feel you got just triggered and <laughs> yeah the whole nine yards and I think for her my sense is like she mm. she really taught the way of love through her direct experience mm. of what she was embodying in this mm. life mm. and mm. this the sense of like she lived a great love just Staying with Joshua when he was hanging on the cross, you know, yeah. or when she was um, hunted down or cast out from mm. even the apostles, you know, who didn't want to hear her voice, mm. who said, well, who are you? You're a woman. She stayed true to the right. love. Right. And right. that staying true, that no matter what, Mm. To that original, you know, that love itself mm. is like a devotion and a commitment that I feel we need on this path. And mm. there's so many more elements that belong to it, but we see this in the rose qualities and the rose virtues, you know, and then <clears throat> also in the seven veils, mm. what we have to walk through and what it, what the qualities we need to cultivate, like mm. commitment and devotion and Mm -hmm. truth and integrity um, and facing, you know, both the pain and the joy. Um, But there's this red thread that I feel that's the way of love. Well, we walk it in this world, in in this market space, in this, you know, with our sisters and with our, the people that we really dislike, you know. Especially them, <laughs> right? They are testers, you know. The oh, guy who screams at you and is nasty to you. It's like, <laughs> or, or, this, or the clerk in the shop who's like cold, and even if you're smiling, you know, these yeah. are the places. How do we? How do we live it in that moment? Oh and, my goodness! Yeah. And what she did, you know, and that's, I think, why she's such a role model in the way of love. It's like, it's a way, it's not an end station. Right. It's a practice, right? It's a practice. It's a practice. I, I, I remember a couple incidences in, in my life where I, I I was, you know, long story short, given a vision. And then the, in the vision, Magdalene came to me and she asked me if I would take the vow to walk as love. There's a lot of other pieces to this vision, but... um. At the time, I was like, you know, I, I had a clear yes to it, yeah. and, and yet I had no idea what that meant. Absolutely zero idea. And then some, I don't know if it was how long afterwards, I was invited to do a medicine journey journey with ayahuasca. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and I, this was I, this was not the first time that I had sat with 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 the vine with the mother in that way. But in this journey, it was like, I went in and, you know, they ask you to set an intention. And I was like, well, I'm working with this, this, this thing I've just done, this love thing. <laughs> right? And so my intention was, I was like, okay, mother, show me, show me, show me love, show me what love is. Well, in the true fashion of the trickster energy, what happened <laughs> was I had most intense 
harrowing awakening journey where mm-hmm. she literally showed me every way, like a catalog in my life of mm. all the ways in which I was not loving. Mm, nice. You oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. And you know what was so humbling in that word humbling for me being the root of the word human, right? Humanity. Nice. What was so humbling for me was the recognition of just how often I was not being loving. And rather than seeing myself as, you know, and it's a little horrifying because it was, it was like, you know, every, every moment of every day, some unloving thought was happening, you know, it's like, really? (laughs) But it was just so, it was so illuminating because it was like this, this humbling path of imperfection and humanity. And I understood something about the way of love in that moment, as I, as I continue to integrate that and still am integrating it, I think this was 10 years ago and the journey is still with me, right? So powerful. Um, is this place of, of, of yes. And even loving myself when I'm not loving, can I love myself when I'm not loving? And it's that, right? So let's talk about that because I think we have this idea about what love is that is not really what love is. Yeah, I, I I love that you brought that up because this is the this is the distortions you know that we have like right. from Hollywood to right. all Beatles love Beatles song everything it's like everybody is longing for it and yet what is it what is the heck what is it and I I felt like when you when you said you know you you said yes and I had that moment too in my life you know, not vision quest in the desert alone. It was like, that is what you hear for live as love, live the love and guide my people home. And I thought, Hmm, that sounds great. <laughs> what do you actually I, mean? Yeah. But I had no idea what it really meant. Mm-hmm. It was like, I had a concept in my mind about love. I had an image about how it should look like. You know, how we should be loving and bloody blah, blah, how I should be mm. that I was embodying the, the love. But all that, it got stripped of me. It wasn't, mm. a lot of it was just made up stuff. Mm. And then I thought, well, I have to be perfect, yeah. you know, because like you, I, I saw first, well, that wasn't love and that wasn't love and that what you just said, you just lied. You know, it was like I had to face myself. So honestly, yeah. and it was difficult because like you said, there's this humbling of coming back to humus, the earth, yeah. coming into humanity. If this this didn't fit any spiritual spiritual path I had learned about mm, like mm, mm. getting better, you're getting more advanced, you're getting more perfect, <laughs> you're getting more wise, you're getting more this and more kind. And I thought mm. I I just looked at myself and I said, and then it was this exact same thing. Do you honestly think that I'm not your humanity? Yeah, that hit me like a lightning bolt. Yeah. Yeah, and it was that where the self improvement club end began to end. It was like, mm. how can I, as you said, you know, how can I love this? What seems so imperfect? It's like she was saying, Ergie, I'm in the pot and I'm on the crack in the pot as well. <laughs> Through the crack, right. the water of life flows yeah. freely onto the path where the flowers grow. You know, it's like um, that's a beautiful image. Yeah, I love that image. It's a beautiful it's, image. Yeah, because it, I felt like it was like that that mm-hmm. image when that mm-hmm. came. It was the feeling. Oh, I don't need to be the perfect vessel, the mm-hmm. perfect pot for the love to flow it's actually through the crack that mm-hmm. where that through that imperfection is where the hand of love reaches through mm-hmm. it was like for mm-hmm. me that that just turned everything mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah and and as you're speaking it, it you know that there's a 
there's this delightful humor that comes right with this recognition because all of our attempts to get it right and to be perfect and to be, you know, the good person, you know, it's what it's what happened to Christianity, right? To the dogma of Christianity when it got taken and really twisted that we were, you know, constantly having to prove ourselves to be better and to be worthy of God and to be worthy of salvation. All of this idea is such a, a twist on the, the 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 deeper truth of the way of love that it's through our oh. imperfection it's through our fallibility it's through our shadow it's through all of the greed and jealousy and and hatred and all of it it's through embracing all of that in ourselves that we reveal the love and, and you know and it's like it's such a revelation Literally a revelation. That's, I mean, it's a spiritual word, right? But I remember when I started to see that and I was like, oh my goodness, this is like the absolute opposite to what That's we it. taught. It's the opposite. It completely turned my world upside down because yeah. I was like, suddenly all these spiritual systems didn't fit anymore. Right, right. They were shattered. She's, it was like she walked in my life and shattered mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, I've come to show you what. Oh love is and and it was also that that stripping what you know when when you go into the darker and uh, into the hatred or whatever is that stripping of all the delusions the stripping of what we think we are (laughs) i get the jolt i know i know what you're saying (laughs) because it's like it's like that journey where you're like oh great (laughs) That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> drink, my, drink my blood and become the wine. That's it. Right. <laughs> Can we leave out the blood, please? <laughs> you know, and I do think this, it's it's kind of interesting because I so let's talk about that for a moment because Because I do think about it from this perspective, because some people, you know, women will often ask me, and when we're in a circle together and we're we're talking about this path of humanity, right? And, And there's always inevitably this question that comes up, and I'm super curious how you hold this. But, you know, it's like, well, then is... Is our is suffering necessary? Do we have to go through this suffering in order to find love? Because I mean, like this is kind of place where it's like, you know, until we're cast out of the Garden of Eden and have our hearts broken, can we ever really know what that hand of love actually feels like? And I'm so curious because I have my thoughts about this, but I'm, I'm really wondering what you, how you hold this, because I think it's a little bit of a, a difficult one for us to work it's, with. It's a challenging question that right. I hear about too. Yeah. From my experience, I can only speak yeah. from my experience, I would say there's a clear distinction with knowing true love, which means you get a taste, you have some realization, and it's blissful and wonderful and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the embodiment of true love on this earth Mm. as a human being. And my sense is mm, that's just from what I've seen working with people, guiding people and and on my own path, really. I hate to say it, but the suffering is actually that is necessary for for the embodiment of true love here on this earth. Mm. I feel there's a distinction for me that I make between the suffering where we just, you know, roll around in it and repeat it a hundred times and then stab ourselves on top of everything and judge ourselves. And I don't mean that kind of suffering, that self-inflicted suffering. That's not necessary. Mm. But the pain that pierces you, Mm. as well as the joy that delights you, that is necessary. Mm. I I feel I have never met a person who has true compassion or fierce compassion Mm -hmm. without having undergone some humbling or some, you know, a fire in your life or your grandmother died and and, and somebody left you. Yeah. Yeah. And and some people really they don't go through it, they get stuck in it. 
That's the, what I call the unnecessary suffering. Yeah. But the being hit by life itself, you know, and to let it pierce you all the way through, yeah. even if that that leads, in my experience, always leads to the true love that then become is actually this is the this is the piece that where you can embody it. How mm. how the way how do you walk through mm. that grief when it hits you or that that's the where the the way of love becomes actualized Oof. in my so powerful i really want to underscore that you know that the and and i think the piece that i always sit with um, nicola that I, I i hear and what you're saying too is is that it's that it's not that you deserve suffering it's not no, like that you no. that you did anything to deserve the suffering no. and i think that's where we get caught is that somehow yeah. and that's inside the christian dogma right like the, the how oh. it got translated to us is is that if we're suffering it's because we're 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 bad bad and we're, something's wrong with us and right and we need to, to fix us. it right yeah. rather than saying that actually suffering and ecstasy ecstasy being really oh, all of it the yes. suffering and the joy and the bliss and the awe and the wonder are all part of our humanity it's just part of what it is to be human and there is no one who escapes that no it's one. what you do with it it's how you are with it as your initiatory experience on this planet that's right? all the that's what makes the difference Mm. This is the way. Yeah. How are you walking it? The way of love. Are you walking yeah. it through the love, or are you getting rolling around in the mud forever, or trying to escape it with all? The oh, things? I don't know what you're talking about. I never tried. I don't either. I'm, I'm, I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I was talking to Nicola about before we got on the line and recording was how I'd been contemplating in my own work this year so far and with the circles that I'm 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 with um around this there's a shadow of the addictions to avoid emptiness the the addictions the distractions to avoid feeling whatever it is that's there and um and it, and it just feels very pertinent because I think the way of love is is it, it part of it is is very exacting because yes. once you understand what you have a frequency check for what love actually is in your body. Yes, we all it's, have that. Right. It's very easy, actually. It's yeah. very easy to know when you're not being loving. It, it's, yes. But it's oftentimes a little too confronting to look at it. You know, I can feel even like I'm talking, my body's like going, oh, no. But you look at it because there's one thing you have. It's the commitment to the truth. Right, right. Right, and a devotion. You know, I, in the metaphor, I was thinking about how throughout history, the divine feminine, and specifically Magdalene, um, has been denoted by the symbol of the pearl, right? That that symbol of the pearl, like the cracked pot, has within it this incredible teaching around the grain of sand that irritates and that the milk of human kindness or the nacre, the, the, the mother yeah. of pearl, is what surrounds the irritant with love and creates this extraordinary yes. gorgeous jewel that then has been shown throughout art and history and even through the Gnostic texts of the the way you know the pearl the inner pearl being activated and I just think that as a symbol really does hold the seed right of what yeah. of wrapping it in love can you find that irritant and love it yeah and even even welcome it for it makes the jewel. Welcome it, welcome it. So why is it so hard? <laughs> you know, I, I think these are really important questions. Yeah, like because I think everybody asks, well, "What is so difficult about it?" I think it's a, for me. It's like yes, we are wired for love. It's in our yeah habit. Exactly. It's, it's like an inner knowing. It's like a sense that is. <gasps> so deeply embedded yeah. in our being so what's our problem really <laughs> exactly I think, I think sometimes it's this this piece about you know there's this saying that 
the embodiment, and I call it now a modern language, mm -hmm. but it's the thing <laughs> about the living truth, the living uh -huh. of it. Uh-huh. You know, it's the truth is one thing you do, or the wine, you taste the wine, you know, all that. It's like, it's already, it's embedded in us, the truth of love. Mm -hmm. I think what we sometimes forget is like, I make you the living wine. I help, you know, live that, be the living prayer. Mm. That's the part that needs the sand corn, that needs the... Mm that needs the sense of like, okay, I have tasted mm. the grief. I walk through it. Mm. And now look how much more love I have in my life for myself, but also all beings. Mm. And I think there is this peace in that, that to become the living, to be that living water that gives new life. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. And I think about how the pearl lives and is formed in the living waters, right? And how we have all of this connection symbolically into the waters being the divine feminine, being the mother, being the womb out of which we're all born and all held. You know, I always think of that that rendition of Venus or Aphrodite coming out of the waters, standing in the shell, that she is the pearl in her Right, yes. the divine innocence of that beauty when it's unveiled and it's not defended, you know, yeah. in mm. its um in its form. And that I don't know, for me that that, that love well, love is synonymous with so many of those higher vibration words, right? We can think about like I, I just was feeling like how love and beauty, real beauty, yeah. are synonymous with each other. Yes. Let's talk about that for a moment because I, I I'm so I also think the way of love is is repeated in the in the native traditions here in the Americas with the way of beauty, right? The beauty way. The beauty way. Is also another version or a, a, you know, a, a, a different lineage, but coming from the same place, right? The yeah. way of love, the way of beauty. And I'm curious about that connection between love and beauty. Yeah, I sometimes feel, you know, have you seen women who have a lot of wrinkles, like did Tibetan women, for example, mm -hmm. and they have this big smile and how beautiful they look. Yeah. Captain the light, the light, yeah, coming yeah. from inside. Also that lived life in yeah, the, on their faces. And for me, it's like love gives life. It's uh, alive. Uh -huh. And beauty for me is synonymous with life itself mm -hmm. you look at the look at the flower tree there's just an exquisiteness of mm -hmm. pure life of pure beauty that's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and i feel when you say that you know about venus um rising mm -hmm. or magdalena i imagine was incredibly beautiful uh, just by emanating this love this fullness that richness that juiciness but mm. that incredible aliveness mm. 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 I, I think that goes beyond age somebody can look physically like perfectly beautiful from our culture mm. but what we're talking about is a timeless beauty is mm. a beauty that is birth because of the love itself, because of the unveiling mm. of all the conditioning and therefore it's becoming more alive. Mm. You know, it goes back, I, I was just thinking about one of the moments that you were describing right when we began talking about Mary Magdalene and her life, the Magdalene's life, and how there's a, a place in here where it it shows us the um, the embodiment of the way of love, like it's not an idea. And there's that moment, like you, you referred to it, which is in the scripture and it's in, it's in the gospel where, you know, they, they come to her after the crucifixion and all the apostles are, uh, you know, disciples rather are, um, you know, are in fear. They're hiding in the upstairs room and they're like, ah, he's dead. They're going to come after us now. Oh my gosh. And she comes in and, 
And rather than being in judgment and separation from them and going, oh, those stupid men, why do they, they didn't listen to any of his teachings. <laughs> you know, she comes in and instead. Maybe, maybe she thought that. Yeah, she might have thought that, but what she actually did was she, she, she calmed them and she hugged them. She That's embraced a, them and the gave them the transmission of love right there. Like in the moment of her deepest sorrow, in the moment where she was the most bereft, she leant into her own vulnerability and shared that with them. And at the same time, shared the strength of her love and devotion to the path. And everything is not as it appears. Everything is not as it appears, my loves. Remember. And I just, I, I remember being, when I really sat with those words and that, playing that scene out in my head like what be what would it be to be the the presence of the feminine bringing that love in in that moment and it really gave me this sense and I was like I see women doing that all day long I mean I really do I see women in my life bringing that medicine all day long in big and little ways and it really it it and and so I want to say that because I think we can kind of think of it as being some lofty thing that we've got to do that we, yeah, but it's actually really not. It's right in us. It's our, actually, it's, it's our instinct. It's our inheritance. It's who we are. Right. It's our legacy. It's right. It's, 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 I place, I give you added seal. You know, that's what you uh, said. Uh huh. Uh huh. I feel that added seal is the seal of love that says, yes. It's to, okay. Yeah. The, you got this in there yeah it's like and i'm with you i really feel this shaking inside as as we're talking about it because it's so in us and yet we resist it that's what i feel that's where actually our work Uh is you know that's i i feel in myself i've noticed those places where Mm. i resist Mm -hmm. love Mm -hmm. why do we resist love it's, it seems completely stupid in one level, you know, right, when we look right. at this, yeah. everyone is crying for love, for the, for the true yeah. love. We know it inside. We want to actually experience it in this world. And yet we run from it to the equal extent we want it. Yeah, it's really a conundrum. And I think that that tension point that you're speaking to is the, is that's at the heart of the way of love is, you know, in, can we stay in love when we're having that experience with ourselves? I, I, I was just thinking, you know, I'm in a situation right now with a beloved of mine who, who, you know, we had a, a situation over the summer where I got hurt. This is a classic one, right? Something was said, I got hurt. And I know that my ten, my tendency as you total humanity, right, is to withdraw when I get hurt, like to pull back in, right? And I'm watching myself pull back in and I'm watching what I'm doing and I'm watching how I'm justifying it. And of course I am and bloody, 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 blah. <laughs> Right, right, and and but it is happening all the time, right? This is happening all the time in our lives, and yet part of me—it's not part of me—knows better from a place of like, oh, you should be better. No, no, no. It's that part of me knows that the medicine is for me Mm -hmm. to open my heart back up. I don't have to get up close with them necessarily, but the not opening my heart. Is harming me more that's than the un- and that's the unnecessary suffering. Yeah. And that's the, yeah. the commitment that you're on the on the way, you're walking the way of love. That's, that's right. what pulls you. That's and right. that's what pulls me over and over again when I just felt like, okay, another betrayal and like what the heck? And uh-huh. this hurts. I just want to close up and yeah. do what everybody else does so nicely. <laughs> they have it together. They know how to make those walls. Why don't I live behind that wall too? And then it, it feels safer. It feels like, oh, I won't experience that hurt again, but that dagger is still inside, right? And then, oh. and then I'm like, and something in me says, 
Nicola turn to it. And I'm like, I hate that. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to. And then every single time it comes like, and now turn to it. Now you've run away. Now you've closed up. Now you have added to suffering. That's the unnecessary suffering. And I'm like, okay, but this inside knowing that's like, it's like the seal is stamped so deeply that it's like, I can't, it's like almost like you're turning back to the the dead when you, you know, so in in the gospel of hers is one of the veils. Mm -hmm. That's like, Oh yeah, you're becoming dead. You become numb and mm-hmm. you're checking out. And then it's this 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 deeper commitment or this devotion or this knowing that's like, okay, how long can we live in this state? Not very long. Yeah. And then comes the turning, you know. Mm-hmm. And this turning is like this willingness. All we all we need, I feel, is this willingness to turn again and and then to walk through and feel this. You know, I had to feel this betrayal wound for I don't know how many times have I experienced. <laughs> and then, right. and, and, but it was every time there was something that that's where the sand corn, you know, wrap. Every time it actually really opened more to even greater love that I could feel the pain that I was running away from. I that it wasn't just a fresh pain. It was like, yeah, yeah. Look at many mm-hmm. lifetimes of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the funny thing was, the more I walked through it, then I found more ecstasy too. It's it's well, yeah, because you're rec- you're receiving that love too. I mean, I, I, this is the, the the odd part about it, right? Is I, I, for me. <laughs> You know, and the withhold of love, and I've studied this so deeply in my life because, you know, I'm a great withholder of love. I'm I'm really good at it. Like I'm really practiced at it. Um, you get a gold medal for it. Oh, I do. I really do. You know, <laughs> and I'm very justified in it too. You know, like I have all my reasons and I'm saying all this with a smile on my face, but I, I actually am really like, I, I, I really want to just have us love on the part of us that doesn't want to love for a moment because that's like to have compassion of course when we're hurt we want to shut down that's so normal like it's 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 such an instinctual reaction when you touch the hot thing and you go ow or the yeah. you know something comes Why towards you, you touch it again Right, yeah. right, right, right. And so there's something in there on an instinctual level where it's like yeah you know self-preservation yeah. That makes sense. And yet there's this 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 place that is growing within us. That's all I can put it, which is, the, you know, it's like I talk about the, the idea of spiritual maturation. What does it mean to mature, right, as a being, right? What does that even mean? And for me, that process, and, it, and it's so fascinating, it, it is, is it's about feeling the the disruption of the circuitry of love, mm. right? Because love isn't a thing that is a one-way street. It's it's love is a frequency. It's an energy. It's the, it's the form of everything. It's like everything flowing. And if I am impeding the flow of the love, then I am contributing toward that on the planet and I'm, that's not, that's not who I am. That's not, I do not consciously want to be part of continuing this story of hatred on the planet. Like I really don't. And that's kind of like where it comes to for me is the bigger picture overview of like, yeah, I'm one drop in the ocean. And what I choose to do, I could say doesn't really matter, but I know that's not true. Oh, it matters a lot. Exactly. Let's talk about that because I think we can hide out in that illusion delusion that what does it matter i'm just one person one person doesn't make any difference oh it makes a huge difference i mean if if we take just one Uh woman who lived the path of love like magdalena for example (laughs) there are many others Uh, yeah even parents who live the love even in small ways yeah 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 what difference did it make well it it made your child healthy it is contributed to one less teenager who's, you know, fallen off the edge into drug land. Right. It's, it's like the ripple effect. Sometimes I feel like, 
we have no idea how huge the impact it is that we have. For me, when I stand on the edge where I, you know, want to turn away from love or because I've been hurt or whatever, and then it's just also just like sometimes it compels me to turn around when I notice, okay, but look, this choice also impacts many, many beings and you contribute to way more suffering in this world if you shut down, if you stay in that shutdownness. And sometimes there's a question of like, well, how how can I deal with this, you know, with this sense of separation or this pain or this unwanted, not wanting to love? Sometimes you just might think you can't love yourself. Mm. You have to, I mean, it's like remembering she, it, love itself loves you mm. all the way. End of story, stamped seal. It's like, it is already given. Mm. No, it's it's already given, and it's not like I need to love myself. Sometimes this sounds like so much effort, or I need to love the part that doesn't want to love. It's a hard one to do. Mm. It's more like sometimes it's, it's for me, it's the remembrance. The ocean loves already its drop. Yeah, yeah. And fall yeah. back into that. And and that there is a sense of like the way of love. It knows it knows the way. All it needs is like our willingness, our willingness to turn again and again. And that turning, yeah, becomes Oof. the dance, the eternal return. <laughs> yes, That's what it feels like right because it's like you're never done. It's not an end point. It's not something you no. can achieve. It's a a true definition of a word of practice. And I think this word embodiment is, is so crucial to, 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 for us to contemplate, like, what does that even mean to embody something? But to me, this practice of being brought back to what would love do, what would love say, what would love be right now, if I was actually allowing love to be here. And it's, I don't know of any more radical initiatory journey than this. I don't. No, I think that is it that cuts it to the chase, really. That is like, for me, in my life, I've always been like, okay, get me the thing that gets to the core with my, (laughs) leave the rest and the fluff. I don't need, I mean, for me, it was like, I wanted to go right to it. And the question of like, Mm. what would love do in this moment Mm. to Mm. me? Thy way be fulfilled as and through me. Mm. Right, and and that's the other thing is, is I think I, I don't. I'm sure this is true in in the the women that you work with and the, the you know the work that you're doing in the world. You know, so now we are, now we arrive at this place. And we're like, okay, great. So love is the way. We we understand that. Okay, great. Love is the way. We understand that we're very unloving a lot of the time. <laughs> okay, that's great. Right. So now. Now we're in the discernment of well, what what would love do here, or what would love say here, and that's where then there's a whole nother. I've I've found there's a whole nother huge area of exploration because it's like, well, then love's not one thing; love's all things. So there's no one thing that you have to do in the given situation. You then have to sit and actually feel. What love would say right now, and usually your ego doesn't really want to know that because it's the thing that your ego goes, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. Right. And, and then there's a whole process around sitting with that of discerning what is love directing you toward right now. And that's the, where I think that's where it comes to the crux, you know, where I feel like that's where we need the teachings. That's when we yeah. need to practice Yeah, because yeah. we can delude ourselves right. left and right. Right. I mean, uh, you know, if, in the name if, of love. In oh, the, in the, love. The, 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 what did they say to when they killed all the Cathars? And then we kill you in the name of love. And I was like, okay, whatever you use, it can be done in the name of love. And um, that's what I'm saying. This is for your own good. We're doing yeah. this because you're sinners oh. and you're going to be released by us killing you. Yeah, and we burn you at the stake because we, 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 you know, purifying so 
others won't get infected. Um, well, and, and that is the basis of all of the religions. They'll, they'll all say yeah. that they're doing what they do to be for the love of God. Doing yeah. it for the love of God. And, and I think you can argue with that, right? Right. And I think, so, you know, I think that it's a very, when we, you know, it becomes really quickly warped and quickly yeah. uh, uh, used in the service of things that are just hideous. And, yeah, and, and that's where we need to that's where we need really the, the discrimination and the the again that devotion to the truth i want the truth show me the real and and help me to face myself yeah. because um because without that without the willingness to really yeah love the truth more than my ego creations without that I think we're just deluding ourselves very often in the name of love and then delivering the poison in the name of love to the planet wow. or wow. to each other. Wow. I, I so think that's powerful. I think that's why I believe, you know, that we do need the practices, we do need the teaching, we do need the, the therapy, whatever we're doing to really... Yeah, lovingly looking at ourselves and saying, right. okay, is this something I wish for that I should say or believe? Or is it actually coming from my deepest core, the news of the heart, the knowing? Yeah. Now it's time to speak up. Now it's time to say, I'm sorry. Now it's time to, it's always fresh, you know, the love yeah. and it's never, it's never like you can't buy a manual and say, okay, say this in all situations. Exactly. That's it. That's the thing that's so, for me, has been so illuminating and elucidating is, is okay, so I now know I have this framework of the way of love, but was in that, wow, to actually discern what discern is loving, right? Discern. What is loving here, right? Ah. That yeah. takes that takes a lot of um, willingness to unpack the layers yeah. and levels of my yeah. own illusion, delusion, attachment, control. You name it, right? All yeah. the things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> I, I, I think you know. With that, if we if we tie ourselves really closely to. Mm. <laughs> well, the core, the truth, the, our essence, our commitment, and it's deeper than commitment. If we if we seal ourselves truly mm. to the way of love, love has a way that it will also show show. Mm. My experience shows me also very clearly when I'm really off the rockers or when I'm on. <laughs> so it's both ways. I look, but also love makes it very obvious when. Something is just ah, sorry that why you went off. Go back here this way. That's, yeah, because we have an idea that, and this comes into the challenge of the idea of what we've been told love is, uh, which is really romantic love or codependent love or yeah, yeah, love that right. love that's trying to get something for itself. Love, yeah, yeah, we, we always go, we always have like a a nice shopping bag in our. You know, <laughs> Right. The, oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that—that's not what love is at all. And I feel like, as a culture, we are completely infants when it comes to understanding what love is. Like it's Absolutely. like this culture that we now live in, that we're existing in, is so at its beginning of even having any idea of what this real embodiment yeah. of love actually is. Yeah. No, and not that it's a new idea. It's been on the planet for a very, very long time. I mean, there have been people walking, you know, whether you want to call it the path of love, the way of love, or the Bodhisattva's way, or the way of the saints, or the way of, you know, like it's been recapitulated in every culture. This is the way, right? This is the way. It's the middle way. It's not the way that takes you off course either side. It's your willingness to be in the middle and to come through the heart, the noose, the heart. And yet, I feel like um, what I'd like to leave everyone with today, and I'm curious what you might say, is what is one of the practices that you love <laughs> to bring yourself back or to cultivate this this place inside of yourself? 
Well, one of the easiest, I find, um, you know, one of the things you said already, mm. uh, I allow love to work through me or speak through me. What would love to do? But the other one is like, what I also love is thy way be fulfilled. Thy way be fulfilled. It's like, it's just to feel that feels right. Really it's it's almost like I I don't have to do all of it. Yeah. So otherwise, it sounds like oh my god, are you climbing five mountains at once, and you can't even get there. And there's the rose qualities, and there's the veils, and then there's the issues, and the shadows, and the world, and the <laughs> and you go like, wow, this is like. And then you just want to lie down, right? And watch yeah, you exhausted <laughs> about like hearing the word love. You're like, I pack my bags, goodbye. Or you just and and what's so beautiful is, is like then daily surrender, and it's so simple. Thy way be fulfilled. It's like ah, this allowing that something in you and that and her and that would is greater. It knows the way. And so it's like in every day, there's like a usage, you know, when I um, work with people or I do phone calls, whatever it is, thy way be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it in my body as you're saying, I'm just sitting back in my seat and feeling the relief. There's a relief. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, like on my own trying to do this and it's not like, and, and, you know, this connects into some of the deeper practices for me, which is about emptying out my own vessel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I said, you know, there's, um, I started off talking about those addictions to, to avoiding it, emptiness and emptiness is not emptiness. It's the funniest thing. Emptiness is actually the presence. It's not the absence of something. It's the presence of something. And when we are in, what they call in the Gnostic terms, right? Self-emptying love, the kenotic path of self-emptying. When we really empty of the self, we're filled with that love. Yeah. That's the practice. And it's not a mental practice. It's actually oh. getting still enough to, to realize that we're being, that we, 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 we are that vessel to it. Yeah, that that's that's allowing. Yeah. That right. Surrendering that actually, to it. That's our salvation. Because in that moment, uh-huh. that, that love can fill you because yeah. it wants to fill you. It's yeah. longing to into union with itself yeah. and to to let that wine fill. So it's like letting my stuff, all what I've made up, emptying out, and this and this this knowing, this deeper trusting in life, it fills it up. It does. It does. It always does. But it's this edge where, like, oh God, what will happen when I'm empty? Uh, will it be? Yeah. This is, there'll be nothing there, right? There'll be nothing there. I'll just be in the void of nothing. And, and there is this very, it's a holy moment to yeah. come into, for me, when I experience it, like to be nobody, to be nothing and no yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's that tomb. Where where Jeshua was in it too, you know, and she was in it, the tomb-like state where it's yeah. complete stillness. It's just presence and nothing, and then yeah. the kiss of life comes, and again. the emer- emerging again, of, yeah. again yeah. and again, and then the natural rhythm, where then the the pouring of the the wine, or I'm I'm speaking here in metaphor, yeah. but the yeah, pouring yeah. of the love is is so natural. It's like mm. it's oozing out of you it's like mm. it's, you don't need to think about it it is mm. your it in mm. moments every one of us experiences that and all mm. we're doing is to allow that more to happen mm. and sometimes i find when things get too much it's like yeah thy way be fulfilled not thy will be done thy will be done is great for the masculine but that it's harsh yeah it's like it's but for me, it's like the feminine, her way is like, oh, thy way be fulfilled. There's something, for me, it's like captivating mm. life in there. Mm. And, and a curiosity. It's a beautiful place for us to to, to contemplate together. Thy, thy will be done as that. Thy will be done. Yeah, it's very masculine. 
it's, it. and to feel that you know and not to yeah. denigrate that that's a great it's beautiful divine will and personal will coming together to absolutely absolutely but thy way be fulfilled yeah. is here it's you, you don't have to go anywhere for that they will be it's done right. you know it's like it's an action In, yeah right and and that is the shiva shakti right it's the it's the yeah. that that an electromagnetic cycle of both we need both we but thy thy way be fulfilled yeah i feel like that's, that's worthy of a deep contemplation thank you for that it's so beautiful um i feel like that's medicine for me today yeah and i really sit with that thy way be fulfilled it's always new then you know yeah, yeah. i never know it's a way so the, the, we're not in the same place as we were yesterday so now where are we going honey oh, oh and this idea of fulfillment you know right fulfillment comes with the overflowing chalice right it's that feeling of the flow of love yeah. You know, may thy will be, thy, thy way be fulfilled, filled with love, you know, surfeiting with love. Like, may I'm seeing this image of like, uh, you know, like the um, the strewn ro- rose petals and the overflowing chalice and, you know, like all these images we have that speak to the the quality of the divine feminine. Yeah. And- yeah, and it comes back to the beauty. The, 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 mm, the, mm. When I have, when I hear your image, mm-hmm. the river of the rose petals, like what beauty, what beauty in that fulfillment. Yeah, it's so lovely, so lovely. And then I, I see the image, you know, in the in the painting in my mind. I see the image of the Magdalene in that moment in the in in the gospel where she comes in and she embraces them she loves them and she's coming in as this chalice the grail the holy grail and she's coming in as the grail that is overflowing with the roses the roses of love and she's presencing that into the room and she becomes the living grace in the room to bring them back into their hearts to remember who they are and what they know and it's a transmission it's nothing she said it's in her act it's in her embodiment that's the piece I think is mm-hmm. the, one of the mm-hmm. most important. It's like the way of love. It's in, it's in her embodiment, and that's yeah. where she touched. Right. Yeah, it's not in the words. It's in what she, and it's not even the action. It's the energetic oh, yeah. embodiment of yeah. what she becomes in the moment. You know, I even would take it beyond energetic. I would say this is an embodied transmission. True yeah, transmission, transmission of she, love. She's lived this. She is it. Right. And she becomes the alchemist in that moment to transmute yeah. the energy yeah. of fear to love. Yeah. 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 And and there she stands. And, and, and again, just to bring that down to us, it's like we can see that and go, oh my goodness, how can we do that? But I want to bring this to everybody right now is like, you already are that. Yes. Don't imagine that you're not already that, that, that somehow that's so far beyond who you are. It's not. You have that choice to be that alchemist of love in all these moments and situations. I don't care where you are. If you're in the post office or the supermarket or on the street or at the bar or playing pool or family with your partner, with your kids. Every it moment, every you moment, choice to, 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 to allow that to move through you, to be the transmission of that. And the more, the many that that makes these string mm, pearls mm, every mm, moment we choose. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, yes, I it's love it. It's so, my, my chalice is full. <laughs> my chalice is full. I do. <laughs> we have a lot of pearls today and a lot of Don't roses. <laughs> what an extraordinary conversation. <gasps> wow. Wow. I'm, I'm a little blown up, blown away. It's just. It's so, so fun to get to um, share this space with you, sweetheart. Oh, it's exquisite <laughs> to do this together. We have such oh, a goodness. It's really hard to end it, right? I, I know, but we won't. We're just going to say dot, dot, dot. We're going to leave it on an ellipsis to be continued. <laughs> and the blessings for everyone to walk every little bit of love, the way of love makes a difference oh, i'm just breathing so much more easily right now like i feel like my breath is back in my body 
What a beautiful gifting. Well, I can't wait to hear from all of you who are listening today um, about what rises up for you around this beautiful conversation. And and Amadora, Nicola, Amadora, what a beautiful gift you've given us. Thank you, sweetheart, with your presence. And please stay, stay tuned. Who knows where I'll be going next or where we'll be landing, but I know that um, Nicola will be back with us at some point to continue this conversation. And in the meantime, may your way be fulfilled. Oh. <laughs> I think we'll just leave it there. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of The Red Podcast. It's been an honor to have you here with us. As Red women, we are here leading from the edges of our own evolution, birthing new worlds into being through our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and our beautiful presence. If you would like to be in contact with me, I love hearing from you. You can find me on Instagram at elaine.kalila or over on my website, elainekalila.com. And lastly, I'd like to invite you, if you loved this episode, to go ahead and share this with someone that you think might enjoy it too. It's through us sharing our hearts with one another and inspiring one another that we reveal our red, that evolutionary edge that is just waiting to be fully expressed in all aspects of our world. Until next time, many, many blessings. Mm-hmm.